listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Ah, ah, don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear Mildred, the mask mother, say to her son, Go to sleep, my baby. Ah, mommy. Yes, Benton. I think I could sleep if you'd stop for a while. During another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere, he's everywhere. The most fantastic crime fighter the world. Has ever available time radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say that secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on March 28th, 1951. Now, George, what is today's secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is street. S-T-R-E-E-T. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... That's me, Groucho Marx! Well, here I am again, and tonight I've got $5,000 in cash. If I had any sense, I'd take that money and skip. <laughs> now then, uh, Mr. Fenneman, who's first to try for the $5,000? Well, Groucho, we asked if there were any newlyweds present tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. and Mrs. Henry Ihara, and here they are. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word, and you win $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Newlyweds, eh? Carrie uh, uh, O'Hara? That's right. It's what kind pronounced... of name? That's an Irish name, isn't it? <laughs> O'Hara? Well, isn't that an Irish name? No, uh, it's a Japanese name. Oh, Japanese name. Yes. Uh, Carrie was really my nickname. It was taken from my Japanese name, Kaoru. Kaoru? What does that mean? Oh, it means fragrance. Well, that, that seems to be quite appropriate in connection with you, uh, Carrie. Uh, what does it mean in English? It means fragrance, eh? I guess so. <laughs> it means the same in Japanese as it does in English, eh? <laughs> Isn't that odd? And we're both on the same train. <laughs> Where are you from, Carrie? I was born in Sacramento, and uh, I've lived in Los Angeles. Oh. How long have you lived there? Oh, I'd say the balance of my so many years. Mm -hmm. Since I was born. <laughs> and your name is uh, Henry, Henry O'Hara? Ihara. Ihara, huh? Yes. What kind of a name is that? Japanese. Oh, well, you both had both Japanese, huh? <laughs> yes. 
Do you, you have a, na- a pet name for Henry here? Well, I call him Butchan sometimes. Call him what? Butchan. Butchan? Yes. What is that like, Butch? Oh, no. Uh, what is Butchan? Little boy. Oh. Little boy. Look who's talking. Little boy. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call Carrie when you're all alone, Henry? Well, I call her Oi sometimes. Oi? Just one Oi? Yes. <laughs> do young Japanese people here observe the old country customs of courtship and marriage? I believe some families do. Uh, in our case, we had a go-between man. Yeah, a what? A go-between man. A go but what, What's a go-between man? <laughs> Well, it's an old Is, is he related to an oi? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a very old custom uh, carried on by uh, families that like traditions. And uh, they used to arrange the uh, marriage for a young girl and a potential bride- a bridegroom. And if they thought they were suited for each other, well, uh, he would arrange a marriage. And sometimes without seeing each other, they would get married. Well, now, you, you mean if you, when you wanted to kiss Henry here, you had to kiss the go-between man instead? <laughs> it sounds like interesting work. How do I go about getting a job like that? I've heard that, that a wife in Japan has an entirely different status than a wife in this country. Is that true, uh, Carrie? Yes, the man is the lord of the house, and he usually flings his authority around. Throws his weight around, That's you mean? right. The women used to walk behind their husbands and... They would usually be carrying the load. <laughs> well, I think that's that's a good idea. <laughs> I think if a woman's got a load, she should walk him back. <laughs> the American customs better where the woman walks in front of the man. <laughs> At least you know what you're chasing. <laughs> do, you, do you speak uh, Japanese, ca- Carrie? Yes, I do. Is that so? I, I speak it very well myself, you know. <laughs> Could you say something in Japanese? Oh, I'd be very glad to. Well, I understood that very well. I... <laughs> That's a good deal like English. <laughs> well, say something else in Japanese. Uh... Tell me, uh, tell me what you think of me, and be sure it's in Japanese. Now go ahead. Groucho-san, anata hontoni kawaii kata desu ne. Is that so? <laughs> I'm not sure I ought to have you translate what you just said. I'll hire a go-between. <laughs> Henry, uh, do you know what she just said? Well, she said that you're a very cute man. <laughs> oh, come now. Do you really think I'm cute? <laughs> I'll have my father calling you tomorrow morning. We'll work something out. <laughs> well, you're a wonderful couple, and I've enjoyed talking. Look how cute they are standing there holding hands. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $5,000. That's the highest amount we've ever had on this show. Now, I want you to pay close attention to some important information. You know, most of us want two things from a new car. A smooth, comfortable ride and a really powerful engine. And these are the very reasons why so many folks are seeing and buying the new 1951 DeSoto. No other car rides like it. For this proud new DeSoto has been designed to give you the maximum in riding comfort. For example, new AuraFlow shock absorbers cushion your ride. Make it really smooth on even the bumpiest road. 
And DeSoto's new higher-powered engine gives you the kind of pep, the kind of get-up-and-go you've always dreamed of getting from a new car. Yes, you can always depend on this new DeSoto engine to deliver the power you want the very instant you want it. And DeSoto's completely waterproof ignition system adds to engine efficiency and dependability even in the wettest weather. Well, there you have it, folks. Riding comfort and real power. Two reasons why no other car rides like this new 1951 DeSoto. And, of course, it's DeSoto that lets you drive without shifting. So come in tomorrow to your DeSoto Plymouth dealer and find out just what a pleasure this new DeSoto is to ride, to drive, to own. Now, here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected fictional, fictional animals and birds. Have you met Mr. Panama? How do you do? How do you do? Glad to know you. All right, now, here's your first Why question. Why do you tell him the rules, Gretchen? Yes, explain the rules, uh, right. if you remember them, that is. Well, let's right? see. You bet as much of your I 20... I have too much confidence in you. <laughs> you bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $5,000 DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. All right, now, uh, you selected fictional animals and birds. Here's your first question. How much are you going to bet? You have $20. Nineteen. Nineteen dollars. Okay. What kind of an animal is Dumbo? An elephant. An elephant is right. And you're off to a good start. You have thirty-nine dollars. Remember, you're going for five thousand dollars tonight. Now, how much of the thirty-nine dollars you're going to try in this one? Thirty-eight dollars. Thirty-eight dollars. What kind of an animal is Ferdinand? It's a bull. It's a bull. You're really climbing. You have $77. Here's your third question. How much of the 77? 78, you're going to bet? You only have seven. <laughs> He wants to borrow a dollar from somebody in the audience. That's really inflation when you bet $78 and you only have 77. This is a ridiculous world we're coming into, isn't it? Why don't you bet 88? <laughs> 76. That's right. The spirit of 76. What kind of an animal is Francis? Uh, it's a donkey. A donkey is all right. It's a mule. It's a you have now climbed to $153. Well, uh, you're $153, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to bet? The whole thing. The works. What kind of an animal is Rudolph? It's a red-nosed reindeer. A red-nosed reindeer. $306. Just before we went on the air, Groucho, uh, we selected a married man from our studio audience, Mr. Ted Stewart. His uh, partner is Carolyn Leonetti, who runs a charm school, and here they are. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, folks, with the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss, uh, Miss Caroline uh, Leonetti, huh? That's right. You're from a charm school, eh? Yes, that's right. You're very charming. I'm charmed to meet you. Thank you. It's nothing at all. Tonight I happen to be dripping with charm. <laughs> oh, thank you. As long as you're from a charm school, I wanted you to know you're not dealing with any clot hop I have. <laughs> you're, you're very charming, too. Uh, what is your name, Mr. Stewart? Ted, Ted Stewart. Ted yes. Stewart. Well, thank you, you think, very much. If you think I'm going to kiss your hand, you're crazy. 
Where are you from, Ted? That's such a I... short name for such a big man. Well, my full name is Theophilus Noel Newman Roosevelt Stewart, but they call me Ted for short. Oh. I was born in Georgia, spent most of my boyhood days in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I've been out here for since 1919. Uh-huh. Los Angeles. You like it better up here, up north? Huh? I like it here, uh, out here in the West, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, are you married, Caroline? No, I'm not. In that case, let me kiss your hand again. <laughs> what kind of work do you do, Ted? I'm a retired police officer from Los Angeles Police Department. Oh. Does your wife work? Well, yes. Uh, not, no, no, she doesn't work. Not even around the house? Well, yes, she works around the house. <laughs> How did you meet this parasite? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was walking my beat in a military manor out here on uh, the Miracle Mile back in 1939 on August the 2nd. And uh, she jaywalked and she ran across the street and to get a bus... <laughs> Street and you and Miss Leonetti are going to split a hundred dollars. And that's fifty for you. Well, anyway, oh, carry I, on. This is wonderful. I gave her a citation for jaywalking because she nearly created an accident. So I took her name and address and I went over to see her the next day and. I wound up paying for that citation, and uh, three months later, why, I married the girl in Las Vegas. Is she still in Las Vegas? <laughs> She's here. Oh. Well, let's get charming again, shall we? Uh... <laughs> How was that? Did I make you think of a genteel uh, foreign uh, nobleman? Well, in a way, yes. In that case, you better count your rings. <laughs> Last time I counted my rings, I discovered I was the oldest living thing in California. <laughs> what charm school are you from, Leonetti, uh, uh, Caroline? Well, from the Carolyn Leonetti Charm School. Oh, and what are the main things you teach at this charm school? Well, we have, of course, the basic courses like uh, personal grooming, posture, carriage, balance and walk, diet and exercising, makeup, hairstyling, social graces, etiquette, fashion, practically everything that goes to making a woman even charming. I see. Well, don't people do this normally without going to school? <laughs> well, Can we a like... take a bath without going to a school? <laughs> <laughs> we like to think that we help the women to develop their own inherent charm. We think that every woman is charming, but we like to oh, help her develop line even she's more. Got, huh? <laughs> How much does all this rigmarole cost? <laughs> well, right here in Hollywood, the complete course costs $195. However, I've just completed for those women all over the United States who can't be right here in Hollywood what I call a home study course, the 24 Steps to Loveliness, for only $5. Well, let's pretend I'm a young girl hot out of Vassa. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want some charm. Now, what, what would you do first? First of all, we have to determine the shape of the face. For instance, uh, each woman's face falls in a geographical, uh, or rather, a geometrical type of design, yes. like... Most, uh, <laughs> it is geography, Most of the women me. I know, their face falls the minute they see me. <laughs> well, for instance, a woman might have a round... What is square. the ideal face? Well, the ideal shaped face is what we call the oval, and if we wanted to measure it out, it would measure like, uh, well, the eyes should be one eye apart, and the uh, width of the face should be the width of uh, five eyes, and the eyebrow should be the width of an open eye above the eye, and the mouth should be the length of two eyes. Well, I've counted 36 eyes, so <laughs> I'd be better off going out with a potato. <laughs> I mean, a sweet potato. <laughs> Well, is all this supposed to hook a husband for your pupils? Is, or do you teach them specifically how to do that, too? Yes, we do. We have a, a class called Your Man in Marriage. Your Man in Marriage? Yes. 
And uh, what does that cause consist of? How to use a blackjack? (laughs) (laughs) No, not exactly. We try and uh, help to teach the women to set the scene, you know, preparing, oh, the room with flowers and... You mean snaring the sucker, it's called. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, she usually finds out the kind of clothes he likes, the colors, and uh, perhaps even his favorite uh, perfume or cologne, and then after they've come home, why, to thank him very graciously for the evening. Mm-hmm. What does she usually say at the conclusion of an evening? Well, Let's she... say he's taken her to the movies and he's bought her popcorn and <laughs> chewing gum. They sat in the balcony and she had her shoes off and now they're going home. <laughs> one shoe. They can't find the one shoe. It's still rolling around the balcony. Well, she might say when she comes home, Bill, I certainly want to thank you for the very lovely evening. It was very nice and I did enjoy the picture. Now, suppose he wants to kiss her. Well, this depends entirely upon the individual woman and upon the individual man. Well, let's uh, say it was you. Well, <laughs> if it was me, I would say depend upon the man. Well, let's say it was me. <laughs> Groucho, I would kiss you the first time we were out. Well, what are we waiting for? <laughs> that was very sweet. I gave you a real motherly kiss that time. Eh? <laughs> and so did you. Now, did your wife do all that to you when she hooked you, uh, Ted? Well, if she did, I didn't know it. You mean you were unconscious? <laughs> See there, Caroline, your course is all wrong. The only thing a girl needs to get her husband is a go-between man. <laughs> you know what a go-between man is? No, I don't. And what are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm trying to be polite. She's <laughs> from the charm school, all right. She'll laugh at anything. <laughs> well, you've both been very charming. In fact, all three of us have been charming. <laughs> now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other two couples, you get a chance at the $5,000 question. I can't tell you how much the first couple won, but uh, George uh, Fenneman, or Squire as he's known in recent weeks, is going to remind our listeners. The Japanese newlyweds won $306. Here we go. Let's say Ohio can build you $20. You selected blondes. How much of your $20 are you going to be- uh, bet on your first question? Shall we bet 15 Let's make it 18 All right. $18. My friend Imer is a blonde. What's her real name? Marie Wilson. Marie right. Wilson is right. You have thirty-eight dollars. Remember, you're going for five thousand dollars tonight. How much of the thirty-eight are you going to try? How about thirty-five? Thirty-five is good. Right, thirty-five. What is the name of the petite little Norwegian skating star? She's a blonde. Sonia Henny. Sonia Henny is right. You now have seventy-three dollars. How much of the seventy-three are you going to try? Seventy. Let's go seventy. Yes. All right. Seventy. What's the name of the blonde who starred in the film version of Annie Get Your Gun? Oh, oh, Betty, Hutton. Betty Hutton. Betty Hutton is right. $143. You've got $143. Is your last chance to be the other couples? How much are you going to go for? The whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. All right. All right. What is the name of the blonde singing and dancing star of Fox Movies? She's got beautiful legs, too. Oh, Betty, Betty Grable. Grable. Betty Grable is right. Soda Plymouth Dealers. You wind up with $286. Thanks and good luck from the Soda Plymouth Dealers. They pull a string back here and I say, thanks and good luck from the Soda Plymouth Dealers. Uh, Three cars, I said. <laughs> Just before we went on the air, we searched through our studio audience for the oldest man present, and he turned out to be Mr. Hannes Vonjana. His partner is a nightclub cigarette girl selected by the studio audience, Miss Ingeborg. And here they are. Folks, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Uh, you're the oldest man in the audience? Uh, no, I'm a cigarette girl. Oh. 
Well, you'd have to pardon me. My eyes are not what they used to be. <laughs> Hans Vanyana? You must be the oldest man, huh? Hannes, Hannes Vanyana, huh? What is your name in English? Hannes Vanyana. <laughs> I think I know your brother, Hannes and Truly. Is that him? <laughs> Hannes Vanyana. It sounds just the same in English. What kind of a name is that, Hannes? Norwegian. No, Norwegian, huh? Now, you were selected as the oldest man in our audience. Uh, how old are you? 85? No. 90? <laughs> Older than that. I'll do my best, but I'm no kid either, you know. Are you 91? No. 95? Keep going. This is getting to sound like the price of coffee. Okay, I'll shoot the moon. Are you, uh, 100 years old? More than that. No. 200? That's as high as I'll go. I give up, Hannes. How old are you? 102. 102 years old. Well, that's, that's magnificent, Hannes. You don't look a day over 100. So as a matter of fact, you look like I thought you were about 70. He doesn't look more than 70, does he? And it's ripped. Well, you're, you're a model uh, of, of preservation. Uh, I've never seen anything like it, Hannes. It gives me encouragement. <laughs> what is your name? Ingeborg. Oh, Ingeborg. Uh, is that anything like ironing board? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I'll call you Ink, huh? All right. Are, are you married, Ingeborg? No. Not married, huh? Mm -hmm. Well, you're a cigarette girl. Where do you, where do you peddle these weeds? In Ciro's. In Ciro's, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, do you sell smokes behind a tobacco counter? No, I usually walk around and sell cigarettes on the floor. Well, is that where the customers are, on the floor? <laughs> Wouldn't it be cheaper for the management to install a cigarette machine? Yes, but uh, there's a lot of difference between a cigarette machine and a cigarette girl. Really? Uh... You mind if I take another look at you? <laughs> yes, by George, you're right. There is a difference. Yeah? I never saw a cigarette machine wearing high heels. I've seen a lot of heels around a cigarette machine. But... Now, Hannes, uh, in what year were you born? January the 21st, 49. 1849. Who was the first president you can remember distinctly? Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president. Well, a man has to be pretty old to remember a Republican president. <laughs> what would you say is the secret of your long life, the longevity? I think the secret of longevity is to be happy. Every day when a man wakes up, he has the choice whether he shall be unhappy or happy. I have chosen to be happy.
That's a wonderful philosophy. Well, it's been a privilege and a pleasure, Harness. And uh, Ingeborg, don't let me catch you flirting with this fellow. He wasn't <laughs> born yesterday, you know. <laughs> All right, now let's see how you two are going to make out in the battle for the $5,000. You run your $20 into more than our other couples. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is going to remind our listeners. The Japanese newlyweds are still leading with $306. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected capitals of foreign countries. Now, here's your first question. How much are you going to bet? $15. What is the capital of Denmark? Copenhagen. Copenhagen is right. That's a good start. You have $35. Remember, you're going for $5,000 tonight. That's the highest prize we've ever had on this show. You're going to bet you have $35. How much are you going to risk now? $30. $30. What is the capital of Egypt? Cairo. Cairo is right. You climbed to $65. Here's your third question. How much of the 65 are you going to go for? 60. 60. What is the capital of Norway? Oslo. Oslo is right. We now have $125. You ought to know the answers. He's been around for 102 years. <laughs> Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much will you bet? 120. <laughs> All right, what is the capital of Hungary? Mm. Talk it over. Oh, Belgrade. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry, it's Budapest. Budapest. Oh, I oh, didn't that's have a shame. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you wind up oh. with $5. We can't let this we happen, can't can let we? go away with $5. I'm going to give you one more question, get it right, and you'll win $10, and please no help in the audience. In what sport do you wear tennis shoes? Tennis? Tennis is right, huh? <laughs> And Groucho, that means that the Japanese newlyweds with $306 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $5,000 question. Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Inn, Thomas. Now, in just one minute, I'll ask them the question, but first, here's something of interest to everyone. Folks, of all the new cars on the highway today, none rides like, none is more beautiful than the new 1951 DeSoto. From its distinctive new front end to the graceful sweep of the rear fenders, this great new DeSoto is a car that not only commands attention, but admiration as well. Just open the door of this stunning car, and you'll discover the most beautiful interior you've ever laid eyes on. Look at the richly grained new instrument panel that goes right down to the floor. See how the controls and dials are conveniently grouped. It'll convince you of the extra thought, the extra care, and the style that went into the new DeSoto. Then, sit in DeSoto's comfortable chair-high seats and inspect the smart, durable upholstery and all the distinctive interior details. Yes, folks, there's no doubt about it. The new 1951 DeSoto is the most stylish car on the highway today. And to enjoy a ride that's just as outstanding, visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer tomorrow. For you'll find no other car rides like the new 1951 DeSoto. And 
Groucho. Here are the Japanese newlyweds all set for the $5,000 question. All right, uh, are you kids ready? You a little O'Hare at you? <laughs> Here we go for $5,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. You ready? According to popular legend, the island of Manhattan was purchased by the Dutch for $24. For $5,000, tell me, who was the Dutch governor who made this famous purchase? What is the answer you two have decided upon? Lord Baltimore. No, I'm sorry. It's Peter Minuet, first governor of what is now New York. I'm sorry. That's the correct answer. So that means the big question next week will be worth $5,500. Well, you lost the big money, but how much did they win in the quiz, $306. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $5,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Folks, here's a rhyme from the National Safety Council. The rules for driving safely add up to only three. Common sense and caution and common courtesy. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. <laughs> the wonderful white-winged warrior, Midland City's crushing answer to crime and/or evil, is actually shoe salesman Benton Harbor. And immediately after a weekend crime-fighting crusade, the feathered fighter rushes swiftly to a large Midland City department store where, as shoe salesman Benton Harper, he thus conceals his secret identity. And will there be anything else, madam? What? I said, will there be anything else? You're chicken man, aren't you? How did you know that? Because your pants are on backwards. Oh. 
Well, that can be explained. And you you're see... sure it is, too. Yes. You see, it's simply How that about it's a... those two big wings in the back? What two big wings in the... Sticking out of your shirt. Sticking out of my shirt. Want me to tuck them in for you? Yes, I'd appreciate it. My, you certainly are askew. I know I was somewhat rushed this morning as I Remember, was... a neat shoe clerk is a good American. Yes. Conversely, a sloppy shoe clerk is a lousy, no-good punk. Right. I'll try to remember that. Benton! Benton! Uh, yes, uh, Gladys? Oh, shoplifting, shoplifting! Gladys, I haven't taken a thing. No, Benton, out the door! Gladys, I did not do it. I will not run. Oh, Benton, a shoplifter just ran out the door! Oh, yes, of course. Well, well, are you going to do something? There is only one thing to do. Quickly, Benton, quickly! I won't be a moment, Gladys. And the young shoe salesman turns swiftly and races to the shoe department stock room. You're going the wrong way, Benton! Arriving in the stock room, Benton Harbor undertakes the rapid change from shoe clerk to feathered fighter. Benton! Uh, over here, Gladys. Oh, what are you doing, Benton? I'm trying to get undressed. Oh, ain't you going to go after that shoplifter? Yes, as soon as I get my clothes off, I'll be on my way. Oh, you're going to go naked? That woman tucked my wings in so securely I can't seem to extricate them. Oh, Benton, them. the shoplifter is going to get away. Gladys, I must have your help. Therefore, quickly raise your right hand. Oh, for goodness sake. I, Gladys Swartmouth, promise that I will never reveal that Benton Harbor is actually... Benton, I know you're chicken man. You do? Yes, I do. Just because my pants are on oh, backwards? we've gone through all of this before. Oh, yes, it's coming back to me now. Fine, then would you simply get a firm grip on those wings and pull... Oh, it's with too all... late. It's never too late, Gladys Swartmouth. Benton! Yes? Why are your pants on backwards? Wow! So Gladys knows Chicken Man's identity. Could she be in cahoots with the shoplifters? And what does cahoots mean? Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Imagine interviewing a person that was around when Lincoln was president. Well, I don't think any of us can actually imagine that now, considering the average lifespan of a human is between 78 and 80 years old. But it's a really cool thing to hear. And what about that jackpot? $5,500 now. Let's do some inflation math, and that jackpot would be almost $55,000 today. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and to find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.